Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. First of all, ladies and gents, we're sorry about last week. Yes. We, we, we lost, what did we lose? Time. Time. Control. We lose control for a while. Um, as you know, we went to Ibiza and met up with some friends, and then we kept saying, "Do the podcast tomorrow." And then tomorrow yes. came, and it would be like, "No, let's do it later tonight." Oh, should we have breakfast? Came. Oh, but we've got that lunch. Oh, yeah. but then the lunch turns into dinner. I know. And then we're like, "Oh, should we go out and meet everybody at that thing?" And then and that's then that, that was it, wasn't it? We're gone. Uh, and then we're already we, home. We thought we could do a half-baked one, but that depresses. Not just us, but you as well, the yeah. listener. So we thought, you know what, let's bang it on for a week. Yeah. People will never notice. Um, they, they did they notice. Did, yeah. But just so you know, we had a bloody good time. Yes, it was very, very nice. I'm now really into the north of Ibiza. It's so interesting how different it looks um, yeah. agriculturally. It's so green in comparison yeah. to the south. Yeah. Wasn't it? And, yeah. and if you go to the south, you could be forgiven for thinking that Ibiza is just one big sprawling town. Mm. But actually, there's huge. Cha- when we were staying at Nick's Chloe's, place, yeah. yeah, we the ta- taxis can't get there. I mean, they don't know where it is. Yeah, it's not got a postcode or anything. It was quite peculiar. Um, when you said, you know, in Ibiza, and then you said no, I thought you were going to say naughty. You went to the naughty side of Ibiza, the naughty step. But you actually said north. Yes. Um, which turns out was quite naughty, though, wasn't it? It's a coincidence, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I mean, I wish I could remember the restaurants we went to. First of all, the, the one we went to after we saw Patrick, can you remember what that was called? Maca? Something like that? I can't even remember the town it was in. God, it was good. And then Nick and Chloe took us to a different oh, one God, the other that night. Was good. That was po- good. Po- Maybe we'll collate this information, and then yes. when we come back after the we'll summer, we'll do a like. These a are the restaurants. These are some nice restaurants to go oh, to. Boom! Yeah, it was really good. Um, so anyway, thanks for forgiving us, audience. We appreciate it. We really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you very much. And um, this is our last one for the summer. Last one for the summer, and we're doing it in direct sunlight. Look at that. Well, I'm. This is. Do you know what my my phone? You know when the phone does these little albums for you. Mm. My phone did a golden hour. Ah. <sighs> Did it? Where just we all look amazing golden. at this time yeah. of day. And the phone had decided when was golden hour and when mm. wasn't it. It was really funny. But oh. it was absolutely gorgeous. Mm. I was like, oh, sunset after sunset after sunset. It's funny, the golden hour, isn't it? The, that, that film, The Revenant, if mm. anybody remembers that with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy and all that. A lovely film. That, well, it's not lovely, it's brutal. I was just going to say... It's lo- not how I remember I, it. Says I loved the film. Oh. But they only filmed in the golden hour for one hour every day to make that movie. Oh, I didn't know, didn't know that. that. So they rehearsed the movie all day until 5pm where they film non-stop for an hour. And then that's it. Everybody's done. They're wrapped for the following day. You've rehearsed but all day. I would imagine mm. you need 23 hours off. 
Yeah, from the intensity of the thing. Fucking hell. I mean, if you watch The, the Revenant, you'll realise that the huge big takes, like up to 12 minutes of film mm. um, being, being shot. So mm. um, the rehearse was so good because yeah. by the time you're ready for that golden hour and you shoot the whole one hour almost, yeah. one non-stop, bang, and then you're done. But um, you can see that film, and there's not a single light, apparently, on the film. Wow. Everything is lit by nature. Wow. The entire movie. It's bloody amazing, isn't it? We've got another movie to talk about this week that we watched that you'd never seen before. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a bit. But um, And a series that we finished. Have we finished a series? Yes, Hijack. No, we haven't finished the series, I'm afraid. Is it not? Fi- <gasps> no. Do you know why I thought we'd finished it? Yeah. Because Holly Ed posted... A video of her best friend watching the last episode. Oh. And for some reason... it's been released. No, no. I don't think it has. Okay. I just... Have a look. Um, But her friend Sophie, she she filmed her watching it because Holly Aird, if Mm. you don't know, is... um, She's a friend of yours. She's a friend of mine. I've done her hair a couple of times. Um, But she is um, an actress, an actor, Mm -hmm. and she is in hijack and if anybody saw the last episode something really exciting happened concerning her in the last episode and i think she must have a big part in the last it's two days away coming thursday thursday the the season finale why thursday it's wednesday normally i don't know that's so mean we're going away on thursday Oh bollocks possibly we could get it in the morning and watch it on the flight on the flight yes we could watch the hijack on a hijack. Yes. So should we talk about that to start with? Yes. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, so a few people had mentioned this to me. My dad in particular said, if you watch the Idris Elba thing called Hijack on Apple TV? And I was like, no. And he went, oh, there's three episodes to watch. It's brilliant. Now, me and my dad are like, you know, we're the same person. Can I just, <laughs> yes. can I, can I just talk about the, the sound effects, the sound effects yeah. to your life? Are my, you know, I always talk about my favourite things about you. Mm. Um the sound effects are mm. my favourite. Basically, your the soundtrack to my life is ah, boom, bang, bang. Oh. Mm. and we're mm. yeah. <laughs> you'd be very good <laughs> at doing sound effects for yeah. movies. A foley, a foley artist, and then yeah. the door shut, bang, bang. Yeah, um, um, I've seen a foley artist in action once uh, is doing that what, is the, that what the Exorcist. Yeah. So do you remember the Exorcist, Regan? Very, very well. She turns her head, does a full 360 degrees. That is the sound of a leather wallet being twisted. Uh, I know, that's really good, isn't it? But I've got to say, I would love to do that job where they say, oh, this is an elephant falling over. You know, what would you do to make make that sound? I'd think, oh my God, so I'd just get my kids to fall over into, you know, big bits of wood and stuff like that. I don't know, it'd just be great to like come up with amazing sound effects for things wouldn't it anyway i've drifted i um think that it could also be very stressful yeah especially people go wouldn't it i don't like that sound yes oh, and you go oh, oh, um what were we watching the other day mm-hmm. and the music absolutely blew my mind was it the film that i yeah. hadn't seen before there will be blood yeah yeah we're going to talk about that in a bit the music yeah. I think we should talk about it now because I'm on it. Well, we've not done hijack I'm in yet. It. Okay, let's do hijack. Okay, so my dad said Idris Elba's in it. It's going to be great. So I'm like, I can't wait to watch it. And then you rang me and said, me and Chester are watching hijack. And I was like, no, I was going to watch that first. And then I was like, what's it like? And you were like, oh my God, it's the best thing we've ever seen. It is so good. And I was like, damn, 
I don't want to watch it now because they're ahead of the curve and I'm behind the curve. Oh, my God, I really hate being the last to watch anything. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. So then I put it on and then I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. So um, Hijack is on Apple TV. There's seven episodes of it. Six of them are available now. By the time this podcast goes out, all of them will be available. You are going to binge it. I've got to say Mm. is that Idris Elba is I, I, I hadn't seen him in anything for a very long time um he had been in um those sort of marvel movies and i thought that he was i don't think anybody ever really gets to shine in a marvel movie you can mm. be funny or you can mm. be a comedian but like he is ace in this 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 part was made for idris elba he's yeah. so commanding manly sorted, mm. like vulnerable in places. Well, I mean, he that, does that's, all of it. That's the thing that's at a, a slight odds with me because he's a very powerful person on screen, um, yet there's a lot of vulnerability in the character mm. and he's not as strong as that's why you should it. make it, you know, that he's normally made out to mm. be. And there's bits of it where I think you really should have just battered that guy, you know. But actually, he, he doesn't, and he can't because he's not that guy, right? No, but he also he can't because he's on a plane. Yeah, there, there's mm. a load of constrictions on a plane mm. where you just and restrictions yeah. where you can't behave in a way you might do on the ground. And because what I loved about it was knowing that he's a negotiator mm-hmm. all the time. He's thinking end play is. You know, I think he's thinking, land the plane, everyone alive. Mm. He just so yeah, he just wants to get home alive. He's just always he? thinking, what can I say to manipulate yeah. these people in a negotiator's mm. way with a nego- my negotiator's hat on? He's so good. There's a very good cast in it as well. It It, it is t- typically British. It feels mm. like a BBC drama. It doesn't feel like a mm. big American thing. Although I think it's very high-end budget-wise, isn't it? Very high-end. Great aerial shots of the aeroplane, great interior shots as well. You really feel like you're watching a movie, but it's got a slight Britishness about it, which well, is love very nice. Well, I love the British air traffic controllers. Yes, the Welsh girl, isn't yeah, there? Yes, she's yeah, she's absolutely great. brilliant yeah. because no one's really listening to her. She arrives late, she's a bit chaotic, she yes. takes her scarf off yeah. and bang! Yeah. See, I've done one of your noises. Yeah, you can have it. Um, you're welcome. She is right in mm. the thick of it, and she's the one that kind of noticed that something was awry. Anyway, she was amazing, um, um, it's and really I'm not going to say any more about it because I think we'll give something away. But it is brilliant. There's enough, it. yeah. There's enough twists and turns in it, and um, there's enough drama holding it together. There's not a lot of padding. I think the worst thing you can do with something mm. like this is turn it into ten eps and make mm. three of them a bit yes. paddy. It's like, no, 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 give they me seven eps of all the things I need. Mm. I don't want any padding in it. Mm. It does bring on something else I want to talk about. Um, let me just have a quick look, see what it gets on the old IMDBs, um, because I'd just be interested to know. I've got to hopefully get seven and a half to eight, I would I'd say eight. It's so good. Hi, Jack. Yeah, 7.8. Out of ten, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let's have a quick look Rate at the episode, it. guys. So, oh yeah, so episode three gets an eight point one, number six gets an eight point three. So yeah, um, that's really good. On the subject of um, padding uh, on TV shows, I've watched a TV show this week that you haven't seen called The Sixth Commandment. Oh, but now, it sounded mm, so amazing. We, um, well, I mainly, I think, have started listening to Radio 4 on a daily basis, and we were in the car the other day and it was on. Timothy Spall came on to talk about this new drama that he was in. That was the interview we heard on the radio. And um, 
I thought, oh, well, I mean, I love Timothy's ball anyway, ever since off Weeders in Pet when he bid Barry. Um, and then, you know, he's done a whole mixture of things which I thought have been fantastic. But when I heard him speak, I thought, I've really got to see this. So he plays a, he plays a real-life person called Peter Farker, who's a university professor in English, I think, and who is retiring. He's been a kind of closet homosexual his whole life, um, never had an intimate relationship, never had a partner, a virgin, man of the church, um, an extremely clean living and very... It seems like a, a genuinely lovely human being, you know, and um, his affections are pulled by a student who plays him um, for some of, his, some, some of his money, basically, yeah. um, and then um, starts to behave in a very peculiar way. Now, the chap who plays um, Ben Field, who's called, um, who is, plays the young student, is utterly brilliant. So Timothy Spall is superb, but the guy who slightly steals his heart um, is is a guy who, is, when he turns up on screen, you think, oh, what a, what a nice person this seems to be. He writes poetry, and he's um, you know a bit of a wordsmith, and he captures Peter Farker's emotions, really. Uh, and he does it in a completely and utterly believable way, where you just think, oh, no, these are two men that are slightly lost and that have come together. And you're in, you're in it with them. And then the young man, uh, Ben, makes a kind of pass, I guess, at Peter. And you think, it's a bit weird, but it, I, I'm, I can believe it, you know. I don't think it's an unbelievable scenario, you know. Uh, and then it starts to get very, very weird after mm. that. But the guy playing Ben Field is so good. I'm What's just going to find name? out his, his name. Never seen him before in anything. God, such a mesmerising face and so brilliantly at being kind and compassionate and all that and then also being extremely creepy and very dark, you know. God, it was good. A name that you've never seen before. How would you pronounce that? So it's E with a, a, a mark above it and then A-N-N-A. Aina? Iana? Iana Hardwick, let's see. Um, Sheila Hancock's also in this, uh, Timothy Spall's in this as well, um, and a few other people that you will have seen before, but um, it gets 8.1 on the IMDb's, which I think it absolutely deserves. Mm. Um, um, the biggest episode being 8.2, I think, and episode three is really good. There's only three episodes in it, they're an hour long, there's absolutely no padding, there's no wasted time. I could not stop watching it. I ended up watching it on my phone. I try not to watch anything on my phone because it's too small. But mm. I was in a taxi and I thought, oh, fuck this. I'm just downloading this and watching it in the back of this taxi, which I get car sick as well. But I was like, I just got to see it. it. It's a true story. And I believe they've tried to stay incredibly accurate to the story. They said they have made up some fictitious scenes and stuff like that to try and get the story across in the time they've got. And it's not salacious or anything like that, but it's really good. And I've done my best really not to give anything away because the story moves on from Peter Farker onto other things. But um, hands down, the best thing I've seen on the BBC for ages. And as my dad said, total BAFTA winner this. I mm. think this guy in particular, this Mr Hardwick, I think should definitely mm. be up for a nomination, if not win an award. It was so good. And if you're interested in, in, you know, you've got some time to watch something, I'd highly recommend you watch mm. it because I think it's rich. Do you know what's quite fabulous. sad with this mm. podcast is that, you know, you were just pointing at me when you said if you're interested in mm. something and you want to watch it, like you really should watch it. Mm. But now that you've watched it, for 
for our listeners, I feel like it's a waste of time. I know. If I spend <laughs> three hours watching it myself when yeah. I sh- could be watching something, something else to recommend. To, recommend. to the next week, but we're on a break. We're on a break, so you could watch so it. I'm going to watch it anyway. We don't have to, but I think no, it's, I'd love uh, to. I think you really, really enjoy it. It's fantastic. Um, the sixth commandment. By the way, the sixth commandment is, "Thou shall not kill." But thou did. We have to wait and see. I want to talk about capsized Ibiza. So, capsized Ibiza Mm -hmm. is um, a lady that I met at Pike's one night, and we arrived, and quite a weird thing happened. She came round the corner and she said, oh my God, we've got a magician in the club tonight. Mm -hmm. And this magician came to me and said, think of a famous person's name. And I said... Davina McCall, and two minutes later, you walked Turned in the up, club yeah. <laughs> in Ibiza. Yeah. And she completely went mad, mm. like, I mean, in a nice way. Yeah, she yeah. got really kind of excited. And then she said, um, I want to give you a pair of sunglasses. So I was like, oh, God, are mm, you yeah. serious? Like, I feel bad. And she's like, no, I'm absolutely serious. Anyway, she was extremely stylish and cool. Um, she was called Lavana, mm-hmm. and she just looked amazing. And she was wearing this chain over her nose. Yeah, and it was it's like sort face of, jewelry, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. but it's like a chain that goes over her nose, and then the chain carries on down behind her ears. And she had a little feather hanging from it. She just looked effortlessly amazing. And I said to her, "Look, Lavana, you choose. Help me." Mm-hmm. So she picked out two or three pairs, and then we ended up in the most outlandish pair of sunglasses that I would never mm-hmm. normally wear. Uh, yes, these ever. are the ones with the diamond yes. things on, the split orange yes. things. Yeah, yeah. You got them? You yeah, no, not, not no. here, but I'll take, I'll take a, a picture, picture tomorrow yeah. when I go home. And I thought, oh, this is, this is brilliant. Mm. But I said, um, and we had a great time, and I said, I'm going to post the picture on my thing, and I'll share your, you know, your Instagram account. And then I thought, well, that's it. You know, Lavana and I probably won't, we might not see each other again unless we go to Pikes or whatever. But, but then I thought, couldn't stop thinking about this chain across her nose. So I contacted her on Instagram and I said, look, Lavana, do you sell those chains yeah. across the nose? Because I think they're absolutely amazing. She said, I absolutely do. So I said, I'd love to, I'd love to buy one from you. I think it was um, 40 euros. And I said, amazing, can you send it to me? She said, yes, I'm not sure if they normally do this, but the reason why I'm telling you all of this, if you go to Ibiza, you you should look up Capsized. They are brilliant. They sell in lots and lots of different venues around the island, but their sunglasses are really good fun. But this face jewellery was particularly cool. Is that she sent me the bill in euros and she said, PayPal me. And for whatever reason, PayPal did not like me trying to pay in euros to this address I just couldn't I couldn't do it so I said look Lavar, I can't do it um what what should what should I do should I just wait until we come out again and she said no just try Revolut I was like I, I don't know what Revolut is mm-hmm. she said it's just an app it's like PayPal download it oh that's right yeah Revolut yeah. so I looked at Revolut and it's got 30 over 30 million users wow yeah um, 500,000 business users 200 countries and regions supported and 29 in-app currencies. So basically, they want to simplify it even more Mm -hmm. than PayPal. 
because sending money abroad and all things like that, balancing budgets or scaling business or whatever, they put your they can put your card on the phone. On, yeah, um, <laughs> Apple Pay. Apple Pay. Um, <laughs> they raised uh, eight hundred million pounds to continue to build wow, the fi- global million. financial super app. They've launched Stays, mm-hmm. um, making it easier to book holidays directly yeah, well, from okay. your Revolut mm-hmm. app. Launched on-demand pay to manage businesses mm-hmm. when you need to withdraw um, earned pay early. Mm-hmm. So it's like loaning you money. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally thinking about everything there. They, as I said, they're all over the world, but they are. They do just a lot more than PayPal would do for you. Yeah, okay. You can preload a card. I've got an imaginary card. I don't have a physical card, but there is a card card that you can have. But I load yes. up my card because. My bank won't let me put my card on PayPal, but no. I can load my Revolut card. With, and Pay. when somebody doesn't take American Express, mm. which is on Apple Pay, I can use my Revolut card, but mm. I know that I'm not going to overspend on it because mm. I have to load it up with money myself. And you can use it for anything. And I think they do like investments and things like that. It is just a really, really clever, brilliant um, idea. So I would highly recommend anybody that kind of does buy things abroad or has got kids abroad or anything like that like Tilly for me Revolut's a really good way to go about it and it's spelt R-E-V-O-L-U-T dot com great Thank I you. love the idea of Revolut notice that Elon Musk has just changed Twitter to X yes. and then the X app is oh by have... the way they do crypto oh they do do they yeah um, my crypto is still dancing around the three grand mark so I put five yeah. grand in, into Bitcoin Mm. maybe a year or two ago mm. um, and that is dancing around at three grand at the moment I'm still thinking that one that day it's going on the way up though yeah it, well everybody they? keeps saying that I mean it's just mm. it's such a funny such a funny thing crypto you know mm. um, somebody says something you go it's going up somebody said it's going up and you I think know, great and then the everybody time, says it's they? going up and then it never goes up you think what I just wanted <laughs> to say funny. here they yeah. also do joint accounts oh, so we you we and I I quite like to do Let's that you and I could both put money on a card. Yeah. Um, and also they do um, subscriptions, on-demand pay, budgeting and analytics, which I think is very, very helpful. Commodities, stocks, um, saving vaults, so you can save money. Mm. And then they do rewards. You get rewarded for things, I love being which rewarded. I really like. Yeah. Um, pet insurance, donations, gifting, um, shopping, shops. Bloody great! I haven't. I literally have not looked into it enough. But um, this is the revolution. I don't use right. it enough. Yeah. yeah, Revolut. I'm looking forward to that. But um, but yes, I know Elon Musk is introducing a lot of financial services into X. It'd be very interesting to see how Twitter evolves into something. I wonder if one day we'll go. Do you remember when it used to be Twitter? What I think remember. is interesting is how many people absolutely hate Elon Musk with an absolute. Yeah, fervor yes. yeah, yeah. saved normally for murderers <laughs> yes. and but yes. i i understand that it's because he's a very rich man mm. and people just see him making more money yeah yeah and um, unfairness about yeah, that, and, yeah and what is he doing mm. any good in the world and then he does this thing with twitter and you think he's ruining everything yeah but it'll be interesting. It'll be in, yeah, what mm. will he do with it? Mm. And if he, because we were learning a little bit about the Chinese app that yes. he is trying to WeChat. emulate, yeah. WeChat. And that does sound like an extraordinary app. Mm. The only danger for me is if you've got 
all of your eggs in one basket, yeah. what happens if that basket mm. goes nuts? Yeah. Yes, I mean, you know, it is interesting. If you've got all that, of your finances, yeah, your housing, yeah. your banking, your your booking, your mm. everything in one app. One place, yeah. And um, it, feels it gets dangerous. corrupt in some way. Mm-hmm. Or, or you could be controlled mm-hmm. or you could be cut off, mm-hmm. couldn't you? Yeah, there's a certain amount of danger around around mm. all of that. It's, it is fascinating. Mm. Um, so about two weeks ago, Andy, my right-hand man at MD London, invited a lovely couple to come and get their hair done at the studio. This was Diane and Liz. Um, and... Um, what we like to do at MD London really is just invite people along having difficulty with their hair and uh, if they don't mind being filmed and all the rest of it, you know, we'll try and make a bit of content around it to help them but also help anybody who's watching. So we've done a couple of posts about Diane and I think we've just done one about Liz as well. Anyway, it was turned out they were such a nice couple. They were from Wales uh, and they were such a nice couple and they did have quite an interesting story to tell, which I'll, I'll briefly mention. I hope Diane and Liz don't mind me uh, mentioning this. I do know they listen to the podcast, but um, Diane's husband died quite suddenly, I think back in about 10, 20, 2011, 2012 or something like that. And it was a bit of a shock for both of them. They had a daughter, obviously, as well, Liz, and, and then Diane had to come to terms with losing her husband and her life partner and all, the, all of that kind of stuff that goes with it. Um, anyway, uh, as a result of all that, she ended up buying some ice cream shops throughout Wales uh, that have now turned into coffee shops mm. and that have now turned into successful Airbnbs, coffee mm. shops and ice cream shops where she has her own coffee um, and ice cream. I mean, I'm, she's an unbelievably astute businesswoman, right? Oh, God, it's just mm. amazing, really, when you see how she turned that, around, that situation. Mm. Anyway, so I said, well, send me some coffee because I love coffee. So she sent us some beans, she two packs of beans here. So um, it's the house blend. Their business is called uh, Cadwalders. I think it is there. I'm always worried with Welsh words that I'm not saying them correctly. So I'm lacking confidence at this very yeah, moment. Yeah, but it's all right because you've explained that okay. now. Cad- so Cad- people will forgive Cadwalders. you. Cadwalders, yeah. This is the house blend coffee beans, dark and smooth. So I'm going to take these back um, and put them in the machine and make coffee with them. So I'm really looking forward to that. So I do want to say thank you very much for that. And she has invited us to her Airbnb in North Wales. Oh, now, great. Which is great. And she Where sent us a, a menu. Wales? So I'll read this out. So what does it, do you know what that says? What word that is? No. Um, well, I think it is... Crithkith. Crith 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 Oh, this is Crith-kith. so bad. Anyway, wherever that's Cardigan is, Bay. Cardigan Bay, there you go. So let me have a little Wow, look at the views. Yes, right? <gasps> wow. But I'll read it I'll read it from here. So um Sorry. it says I'm it says I enclose a copy of the Cadwallers um menu so you can see what kind of things we serve. But more importantly, there are three holiday lets on the back. If you fancy a couple of nights away in North Wales sometime with your family, please let me know. Uh, the Iris in Krakeith uh, has two double bedrooms, has a lovely sea view and two apartments in Port Maddock can accommodate six adults and all the apartments have travel cots in them. So if you've got dogs or kids, then this looks like a great place to go. I went God, holiday in... It really in, uh, does look amazing. North Wales in is North the Wales, yeah. most beautiful place. That's where my granny was, God, great granny stunning was from. here, says, luxury apartment is two minutes walk to the beach, two minute walk to the majestic castle. Wow. Uh, set in our very first store, this is uh, the Iris on Castle Street in Crickheath. I'm going to just say it like that. Uh, you're surrounded by history and striking Welsh scenery. Um, so there is... Um, it's on Airbnb. Uh, it's also on Booking.com and a getaways at Cadwalders.com as well. Mm. So you can go and have a little look at that. The menu of all the things on here look absolutely bloody delicious. 
um, slightly fattening, obviously, for me uh, when I'm doing my best to slim. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to say how nice it was to meet you, Diane, and, oh, and yeah, raise your daughter. talking about you guys a lot uh, afterwards. And thanks so much for the coffee. I'm really mm. looking forward to that. Uh, and I'll tell everybody what that was like uh, when, when we come back after the summer. Um, but we will no doubt see you again, uh, Diane and Liz. But thanks very much for coming down. And thanks for that. I too. think you fully intend to make them stars, don't you? Right? <laughs> yeah, yes. You're going to make uh, them famous. Yes, I think so. Yeah, they're, well, they were bloody brilliant. And... Um, they had very nice hair, especially after I'd uh, yeah, done it, Yeah, you've done the diffuse and they separate the... These are the hero curls. Hero curls. Here they come. You were there for the voiceover, that's I, right. I, I love it. <laughs> well, no, and I also watch every single reel you do. Yeah, well, thank you. There's, you've always got to loop and curl the hero curls. I love <gasps> it. Yeah, I think I could do that. You could definitely do that. I think you should let... I think we should do a reel mm-hmm. where I diffuse... Somebody's you hair. You have to go and... We dry it, then we go and just make it damp again. And then when it's damp, you put in your mm. Giovanni Ross- Rossi. I've got an idea. I always call it yeah. um, hair stuff for curly hair. Umberto Giannini. I always call him Giovanni Rossi. Giovanni Rossi is, yeah. he makes shoes. Yeah, he waves in status quo. Uh, no, was, that was... a was, joke. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rossi. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. You could do my reels and I'll do yours. You put the, you put the stuff in her hair mm. and then you diffuse it and you do it on. Come on now. Slow speed, medium heat. That'll do. We'll take that. And you don't move it at all. You just let the curls sit in there. And then once you've dried it like that, then you take the hero curls and you get some more Giovinetti, Rossi, <laughs> Umberto Giannini um, stuff and you twiddle it with your fingers Yeah. and you do that and then you go, oosh, boom, oosh, back of the net. And then bam. I think that I should do one of your reels one day and you should do one of mine. Yes. But actually be in it. So yeah, I do you, the workout. You do the workout. But in your workout yeah. clothes with and the YouTube And I am you. That. Yeah. And I do the hands and everything. And you can have my merino wool jumpers yes. on and stuff. And you do yes. it and all that. And I do the voiceover. Yes, for, and we don't act weird or anything. It's totally straight. We just play it straight. absolutely straight. Mm. We do that in September. Yeah. Oh, my God. Deal. I'm so excited Me about too. that. Me too. Be gonna, nice, though. Somebody's going to get their hair Be done nice. by you. Do you yeah, know that? lucky. Yeah. They're lucky. And I'll get to do one of your workouts. Imagine my abs the following day after mm-hmm. doing one of your workouts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Can we talk about something? I've got something you've talked you, you do it. go on no no you do it 
I'm gonna, what we, are you going to talk about? We were going to talk about the film that we watched, but we, it, was, oh. it was a joint one. But you do yours and film that's okay. Joint one. Very quickly, yeah. I had lunch with Izzy Pick. Yeah. who came over from America, and I've got a feeling, I wrote down a few recommendations mm-hmm. from her, and I think this was one of hers. Mm-hmm. I want to get tickets for this. I'm going to recommend it because the summer's going to go, and people need to get tickets for it during the summer. Yeah. I also want to recommend a website called LondonTheatreDirect.com. It's just got all everything on there, but it's just a very, very good summary of what a musical or what a play is about or like, the things to look out for, how many stars it's got, how many reviews, where it is. It's got photographs, additional info. It's got what it's about, a synopsis, and why it is so good. Anyway, tickets are f- for this are ranging from £24. It's at the London um, Bridge Theatre, London, and it's Guys and Dolls. Now, everybody will be like, oh, yeah. Guys and Dolls, we've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. But this is new because it is fully immersive theatre. Mm. I am so into... They did cabaret at the Kit Kat Club. You went I'm, to that, didn't no, you? No, I oh. didn't. We had tickets yeah, and we yeah. couldn't go because we were working. But I am so into this immersive theatre. Mm. Now, let me just tell you what it says here. It says, running time, 2 hours 50, mm-hmm. including interval. This production includes gambling, alcohol, infrequent physical violence, partial nudity. A prop gun will be seen on stage but not shot. Sounds fucking great. And the photographs will explain what it means by um, fully immersive. So there are standing tickets for this show. Oh, okay, So you can stand around the stage. Look how close you are to everybody in the show. Wow. Look, look. Yeah. Johnny it's and Coco so good. went to see it. And it, I mean, for Johnny and Coco to highly recommend it, they yes. are literally bastions of mm. taste. Um, so I am massively recommending, let's all go see Guys and Dolls. It sounds and looks breathtaking. Um, we went to see Peter Kay on Saturday night. <gasps> Beg, borrow, steal. Beg, borrow, steal. Yeah, it's really, really interesting, oh. uh, I think. Uh, to go and see him after all these so years. So good. Yeah. First he, of all, he, he manipulated us extremely well. Yes, he did, didn't he? Mm. You know. So for those yeah. of you that, that perhaps might think, oh, that's not worth going to see Peter Kay. I don't want to see him at the O2. It's too big. Um, you know, he's not that funny or mm. that act is kind of dated. Mm. These were all the concerns that I had about going. I was easy-ozy about it. You bought the tickets. So mm. I thought, well, great, I'll go. You know, But you know what's weird is all you boys, mm-hmm. all of you had said... I'm not bothered. No, we really, really want to go and see Peter Gay. It oh. would be amazing. All of you had been going on and on oh, about really? it. Yes. No, I don't remember that. But um, So I was like, oh my God, mm. I've got these tickets. I was so excited. Everybody mm. was like so underwhelmed. I was yeah. like, oh, that's really um, sad. I, I knew him 20 years ago. I cut, used to cut his hair for him whenever he came into London and we got on really well. So it was, it was very nice to slightly reconnect, I guess, uh, to see him again performing. The first half was kind of slow really and I thought how yeah you know I've been so immersed in the world of Stuart Lee and Russell Kane and stuff like that that very edgy high what do you call a highly refined comedy that's got this big narrative arc wrapped around it and all sorts of stuff mm. and I was thinking I'm not sure I want northern gags you mm. know don't know sure that works on me anymore and the first 15 20 minutes I thought yeah this is pretty much what I thought it was it's kind of enjoyable but I'm not laughing very much and then the interval came and then the second half I was like Oh, this is really good. Okay, uh, you know, I'm laughing out loud a lot, and I'm looking. I'm always looking to see if everybody else, especially you and Chester and all all that people laughing. Um, I want. I really want to make sure everyone's having a good time. You know, 
And then I thought, everybody's really laughing. And then there were some really big laughs. And I thought, this is great. This is what I thought it would be. Then he went off, did an encore that was knockout. Then he went off and did another encore. And then by the end of it, I was just like, do you know what? That's absolutely everything. One of the greatest shows I've ever seen. I want and to. everybody left going, yeah. oh my God. And what was really good is that I don't want to give the ending away. I wouldn't tell no. anybody Neither. about the ending. Yeah. It's like, go see it. Yeah. But the ending is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. It's the least expected but isn't thing it just, ever. It's so you just good. Think, what, like, the what the fuck is yeah, this? It's, it's just, like so it's good. It's just amazing. Um, so if you were on the fence about seeing Peter Kay and you mm. think it's too expensive, I'm not sure. I would say go with an open heart mm. and an open mind and remember that he's a completely unique comedian, Peter Kay. He's not Michael McIntyre. He's not Stuart Lee or mm. Russell Kane or any of the other Rob Beckett's or Josh Widdicombs or any of that lot that have come around in the last 10 or 15 years. This guy is a kind of old school music hall mass entertainer with a real sophistication about him. I think he's absolutely bloody brilliant. Mm. And thank you so much for buying tickets for us. I don't know I anybody that could conjure up that kind of love from an audience. No, that's what it did. The outpouring of love, of love. from that audience. Standing yeah. ovation. Yeah. Like, I, it was absolutely yeah. beautiful to watch. There's and a, he's so humble mm, and um, There's a great moment lovely. Uh, in it with his gran as well. If anybody's watched Peter <gasps> Key over the years, you'll know that he's got I a very close relationship bit. with his gran. Mm. And he does a really lovely piece in the second half that is, a you know, it's the classic Only Fools and Horses move. Mm. You're laughing one minute, you're crying the next, then you're mm. laughing again. It's like, ah, there's few, very few people that can pull mm. this off. Well done, Peter Kay. It was superb. Superb. So, um, uh, my uh, youngest son, Joel, talked us into watching a film, which I've watched many times with him, uh, but you'd never seen before, which no. I was delighted about. Mm-hmm. And you said, no, I've never seen it. I said, should we watch an hour of it? It's a long film. It's nearly three hours long. It's called There Will Be Blood. And um, it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie starring... Daniel C- Craig, Dan- Lewis, Day-Lewis. Lewis, and Paul Dano. Yeah. And... Um, the other thing that's interesting about it is the the soundtrack, which is the thing you were oh, really immersed in. It blew mm. my mind. And when you told me it was the bass player? It's Johnny Greenwood, which is the guitarist, guitarist from Radiohead. From Radiohead. Yeah. It's absolutely a... It's Radiohead. Mm. It's a Radiohead kind of but, it, but feel. It's got such a feel to it, at Radiohead. Oh, but, yeah. but the menacingness of it mm. and the music... I, I can't remember the last time I watched a film where I was so conscious of the music being so integral to the whole mm-hmm. mood and vibe. I hope he won an Oscar for that. He because... didn't, and it couldn't, it couldn't get nominated because he'd taken pieces of music that had been, he'd used before as a Radiohead, and it's got to be a complete original score for it to be nominated for an Oscar. No. So he missed out on the Oscar nomination I read about that. He really mm. deserved that. He did some very quirky things where he got the, the musicians to slightly down-tune or, or put their instruments out so of tune jarring. and then play it because it's mm. really uncomfortable sometimes. Mm. But Daniel Day-Lewis... Oh God. It's the performance of his of life. A lifetime. It's the Wolf of Wall Street for Leonardo DiCaprio and this for Daniel Dillon. Yeah. Right. Um, what I would say about it, I think I've talked about this film before on here because we watched it in lockdown and I mentioned how good it was there. There's barely any women in the film. I don't mm. know if you noticed that or not. There mm. is zero people of colour in the film as mm. well. I don't know if you noticed that no. or not. I'm not even sure you could make this film now mm. in the way that it was made. Mm. 
it's a very undiverse mm. bit, um, movie, mm. but it is very haunting, well, extremely I think it's disturbing. Of the time mm. that there were probably very few um, black people, black people working, uh, working the mines field, yeah. then, and I think also very few women in a very male orientated. Mm. It was very yeah. patriarchal. Patriarchal. Which we can talk oh, about Barbie. Barbie in a minute, yeah. Um, anyway, it's on Netflix at the moment, There Will Be Blood. We have talked about this movie before, so we don't have to go on about it, but bloody it's really hell. Good. Watch I'd it. forgotten how I'd good it was. I'd watch it again. And I, what I loved, actually, was watching you watch it. It was so funny because we watched all of it apart from about the last 20 minutes, and then we had to leave, and Joel rang me and said, when you two watch the last 10 minutes, can you film yourselves watching it and send me the film? I was like, I know exactly what he means. He wants to see your reaction to that final scene because it is like... That's one of the greatest things hor- I've ever... It's haunting. It's horrible it's haunting. as well, isn't it? But fuck! I was like, oh my God! So it's I was the so ultimate conscious. payback. It really is, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I'm a false prophet. Oh, mm. I absolutely love it. There will be blood on the Netflixes if you've got a couple of hours. Or break it up into two parts and watch mm. one, one night and one the next. But please watch it to the end because it's fucking brilliant. Barbie? Um, can I quickly just say Evernote is an app and mm-hmm. um, Izzy Pick also recommended this to me because Ooh. she said we were talking about um, organising your life for when you die. Mm-hmm. And I talked about, I'd just been to a memorial, a beautiful memorial, and I'd just been to this memorial and I'd said, I've just changed my mind. I have always said that I'd like to just be cremated mm. anywhere and then you can do whatever you want with me. But I've decided that I would like to have a church funeral and then get cremated and then you can do whatever you want with me um but that i love church Mm -hmm. and god is all around me in church and i i'm i am i have faith yeah i suddenly was like i need to write that down somewhere and she said oh i've just been writing everything Mm -hmm. and she showed it to me in evernote now you know notes in apple i do i use it non-stop supersize that Oh, really? Supersize it in every way. Mm. So you can sync and organize, keep your notes handy. Mm-hmm. You can do templates. You can do a web clipper so you can save button for the web, document scanner, tasks, um, searching calendar and home. But what she's done is she has um, written her entire will and everything, all her passwords, all her work passwords, all her home. So one is for work and one is for family. An entire what to do when I die. Yeah, okay. Bloody hell, right. But like all mm. of it, mm. it's amazing. All of her access codes, all of her passwords, all of the things she signed up to, yeah, where all her money really is, this, yeah. all the houses. She's got children. Mm. She's got She's got a husband. Like, it's mega. Great. And What's she it called? really Ever- inspired me. Evernote. Evernote sounds great yeah to do uh turn to do into done with tasks oh i love it like, say that again dive into your day home shows you the information you need when you need it so you can start your day with a clear view and less oh, stress yeah i need a bit of that make your calendar work for you i mean it's just it's amazing i'm still using reminders though every day yeah, you and are. i find that very very helpful it's well, great it's for this lists, podcast isn't it um can i just say at this point actually uh, i bought a new computer um i've had my macbook i think it was a um, it was a MacBook. It wasn't a MacBook Air, but it was a really little small MacBook mm. from 2016, which has been brilliant. But it's now past its about seven years old, and I was thinking, do you know what? I probably need a new computer. So I went to Apple, did all the research, by the way, folks, to gather. 
I wanted something that you could edit on. I could do this podcast on. And when I say edit, I mean edit 4K video from, you know, from MD London for making reels and stuff like that. So I needed something quite powerful, but I didn't want anything like hyper expensive. Mm. I didn't really want a MacBook Pro. I don't need a professional MacBook because, mm. you know, I'm quitting people's hair and, and doing a bit of chatting, really. But I did want something really powerful. You so you do lots of editing. Yeah, I do do quite a bit of editing. So I, b- I bought the new MacBook Air. Mm. It is, and it comes in midnight blue. And as mm. you can see, I've got a midnight blue computer. Mm. My God, I absolutely love it, mm. right? But I'm just going to tell people the setup of it because if you're interested in buying a computer that can do all the things that a MacBook Pro can mm. do, so it's got the same processor, um, which is the M2 chip, which is the new Apple chip that is mm. the most powerful, fastest chip they've put in any computer ever. So it's got that in it. It's got one terabyte of um, storage, storage. Mm. so massive storage. Um, I got 16 gig of RAM, which means it's the the speed at which the computer can process uh, stuff. Um, and it is the I think it's like the 13 and a half inch MacBook Air. It was 1800 pounds. That's quite um, Yeah, because the next MacBook Pro was 2300. Wow. If I wanted the same package but within a MacBook Why Pro, you say 500 quid. I, I reckon Bloody I did. Hell. So it's slightly smaller than that, and perhaps it's got less ports to put stuff in. Like it's not got an HDMI port, and those do. Yeah, but you can always you put can a just get an adapter. Extra adapter. So this was the best, cheapest package mm. of a big, powerful computer that I can mm. get. So it's the MacBook Air in midnight blue. It's the M2 chip, 16 gigabyte, one terabyte. Boom, 1895. Got a thing in there, don't I? Boom. But the other thing that's happened is we are recording this podcast on this for the very first time. Sounds good, doesn't it? And the sound in my ears is unbelievable. I didn't think the computer would make any difference. It's made a considerable difference, though, right? Definitely, definitely to the sound. So I'd be interested to see what people think because I'm slightly anxious about being too sparky. What do you mean, sparky? We can't be too sparky. Well, normally I'm like, whoa, look at this. And then it's right loud when I do that. So I'm talking more yeah, but softer. It's, you're ASMRing it. I'm ASMRing it. And um, ah, I'm wondering whether that's good or not. You definitely will never be able to eat anything on this podcast. No, it's right not now. Not now I've got this uh, this new computer. Anyway, that was just a little recommendation for you folks on that. Um, Barbie, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it that much, or you quite liked it? I quite liked it. I mean, I thought Ryan Gosling was very funny. Yeah, me too. Um, I just, the whole patriarchy thing and the speech that Mm. thing he made to de-hypnotise all the guys about girls, it felt a bit like I've seen it all before. It's like, for them, maybe for the Americans, it's like a big new movement against the patriarchy, but we've been banging on about about it for ages, and... And I felt like Barbie taking over Barbie world when she went back and sending Ken off to the beach mm-hmm. again and saying, you can't, we won't live together in harmony until there's equal, equality, equality on, yeah. in the outside world. I thought that was a bit like anti, I don't know, I... I don't know. Yeah. I was left like, oh, <laughs> yes, it's yeah. not quite the end. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I thought Ken, the funniest thing for me was Ken coming into the real world and realising, like, how important men are. And for me, I thought that was the biggest yeah, I, I really like show. That. Yeah. It was the kindest way of showing men mm-hmm. what it's like. I thought that but was in a, a, in yes. a in a nice way yeah. of not shoving it down your throats going look 
you have always had it better. Yeah. You could see via Ken, who's going, this is, great, this is yeah. fucking great. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> girls don't mean anything. We're the patriarchy. We love horses. We yeah. love cars. And the other thing that I think was super interesting is that I've spoken to loads of girlfriends who go, no, I'm not taking my son. What, to Barbie? And you think, have you read or seen any of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It is not a Barbie movie no, with little girlies, dolls in it. It's a really deep film about equality, feminism, and the patriarchy. Mm. And I just, I don't know what it was. I loved the beginning bit of it, but I just found the last half an hour left me flat, and I was going to go for a huge rousing crescendo. crescendo. I think the thing I I loved about it is I was fully expecting... Go on. Sorry, one more thing. I just felt like um, everything is not real in Barbie land, but everything is real in the real world. And when they showed the conference room with Will Ferrell at Mattel in it, I thought, actually, there would be no conference room where you wouldn't have women in there now. I just think, or more diversity, or it just, I was like, oh, you're saying that this is the real world, but actually, to me, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like the real world. It would be more interesting if they had a couple of women in there and and they were like, well, we're still not half and half. So did you know there are nine women on the board at Mattel? Um, Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because they wouldn't be able to take the piss out of themselves like that without having a very good track record. Yeah, it was quite interesting. And, of course, Barbie was created by a woman who features Mm. in in the movie as well. So Mm. it's... it, it managed to play around with that in a mm. kind of playful way, I thought. I, I really enjoyed the, the Ken bit when he came to the real world. Yeah, that was And then funny. He, he was like, I really like it here. And she it was, was like, really I, f- funny. I feel a bit frightened. And, and, and I thought afraid, you know. that was interesting. Yeah, it's really that interesting. somebody who had had a great life and she was the perfect play- person yeah. to play that because she got there mm. and guys were leering at her and it made her feel deeply uncomfortable, mm. but she wasn't quite sure why because she'd never encountered it. I thought that was really powerful. Yeah. I did. Yes. Um, and I also mm. loved the idea that uh, Ryan Gosling picks these books up about patriarchy and mm. horses and everything and thinks like, God, this is amazing. Mm. Like, I can't believe we didn't come here sooner. Mm. And I also loved the fact that he goes to try and get a job somewhere in the financial sector or something and the guy says, oh, you'll need an MBA if you want to come and work here. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, I thought the patriarch would just give me a job. And then he goes to try and become a doctor. And she's yeah, like, I didn't no, really understand that. Well, I, I, I think this was doing a, a, like a service to the idea that there's lots of men who are punished by the patriarchy as well. What was interesting this week, again, I was listening to Radio 4, there was a documentary about but the patriarchy. But what, you think a guy should just become a doctor without No, a but the, 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 I think there's a feeling out there or a sense out there that um, men's lives are easier and the patriarchy somehow supports and encourages and looks after men while punishing women. And I think there is some truth in that, but it's also very brutal towards other men as well. If you're not, you know, um, particularly bright on the IQ spectrum, you've not done particularly well at school, uh, you've not achieved a certain amount of social status, it's a, it's a brutal life for a man who can't get a foot on any ladder at all, can't find themselves in an intimate relationship or a good partner or whatever. Mm. There's a lot of disaffected men out there. And... Ken represented this idea that actually just by being a man was enough to succeed. And what he and found actually is that it wasn't. Mm. So he was like, well, fuck this. I'm off back to Barbie land. I'll take the patriarchy there With and make me, it yeah. work for yes, me. Okay. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. Mm. Ken's fucking useless, basically. And that's why he can't succeed. Um, so there was something about the patriarchy that wasn't 
just one-sided. It mm. wasn't like pro-men and, and, and not mm. women. Here was it in some way discriminating against men as well. Mm. This whole system actually is just brutal for a lot of people, mm. largely women. But And I liked the bit at the end where Ken was like, the patriarch is so exhausting. <laughs> it's like so boring as well. Like, And then when she knocks on the door and he says, do you want to... He says, I, I want you to come inside and I'm going to play guitar at you for four hours. Mm. And she's like, okay, you know. And it was just like, because I just want to do whatever it is I want to do, you know. And in the end, he just wants her. He can't be Ken without her. Mm. And I, I love this idea that in the end, I'm, I, as a man walking through the world, you know, like, I can't do anything without a woman. <laughs> you know, mm. like, I'm fucking useless without women in my life. So I thought it played a nice even hand at the end and I really enjoyed it at the end that I didn't like the fact that she went into the real world. I wanted her to stay in Barbie world and I can't remember why now, but it was a reasonable reason for that. I felt like in some way she'd given up um, by going to the real world. Mm. But um, I can't remember. Overall, I really enjoyed it and I've really enjoyed, after watching it, reading what everybody thinks Mm. about it because there's loads of stuff I don't agree with but I learned quite a lot from listening to other people talk about it. Mm. And then loads of stuff that I think, oh, I saw that as well. Mm. That's, that's interesting, you know. I had to call Holly afterwards and mm. debrief because you mm. guys loved it so much and mm. I was a bit disappointed and I felt like I couldn't share it with you because I couldn't quite articulate what yeah. it was. And I asked Holly to go and see it. Mm. And I said, honest opinion, what did you think? She said, yeah, I, I was a bit disappointed and we had a good old debrief. Yeah, okay, good. But I'm not sure that we... we I'm not sure that we can quite put our fingers on why mm. we were a bit dissatisfied. It was such an interesting... I'd definitely watch it again, perhaps mm. when it comes out or something like that. But if you've not seen it, ladies and gents, I'd definitely go and see it. If you've and got boys or girls, go and, and see Take boys and girls, them. teenagers. Yeah, or your husband. Or, Don't take young or, or, kids. Whatever. Because it's too... Yeah, it's quite it's a sophisticated too film, sophisticated. isn't it? Yeah, it's not it's, a kid's... It's not a little... It must be a 15, right? It's not a surface movie either. It's 12. It's 12. all under the surface. Mm. I'm not entirely sure. It's you, all under the surface. Yeah, mm. you've, got, you've got to dig for it a bit. And can I just say, like, credit mm. to Margot Robbie. Oh, I think she's fucking, fucking brilliant. She's gorgeous and she's all the rest of it. But I no, know, what an actor. I know two or three people that work with her. And they've just said, you've never met anybody mm. more hardworking, mm. more mm. dedicated to making the best that. possible film yeah. she could make. Um, she really was extraordinary. Yeah, I totally, mm. totally agree. I just want to see what it's got on the IMDb. I've opened IMDb and I typed in IMDb. Uh, that's how bad things have got. Um, so it's a 12A, 1 hour 54, yeah. and it's got 7.5, which I think is fair dinkum. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll do a couple of um, shout-outs. Crikey, God, there's so many things we haven't... Uh, talked about we, we had a lot backed up here um mission impossible saw that uh, the covenant i've watched that uh babble i've I downloaded that <laughs> um, but we talk about all that another time let's do a few shout outs just to wrap things up so have you got um making the cut insta claire wales says hello both love the podcast can i give a shout out for something for the northern listeners i've been to see kiernan can you um, help Kine, me with that? Kynren. Kynren. K-Y. Kynren. R-E-N. Kynren, which is an outdoor production about the history of England, uh, the North East in particular. What an epic show, all delivered by volunteers. I would thoroughly recommend it. It's a fantastic experience. Claire from Wales. 
Um, that sounds great. So it's called Kinren, I think. Kynren. K-Y-N-R-E-N. Uh, and it is the history of England, in particular the North East. Thanks very much. Claire from Wales. Not Claire from Wales. Claire Wales. Um, this is from Pip Marsh. She's got several recommendations. Three. Um, one is Brighton Water Shoes on Instagram, which is basically waterproof shoes for going on the beach and oh, going yeah, yeah. in the water. But they're small business. Um, they're in the southeast, and um, anybody that lives in Brighton understands the pain of walking on a pebble beach. Yeah. The other, after we've talked about Untangled Grief and the amazing work that oh, they do, God, yeah, it's superb, is the Good Grief Trust, mm-hmm. um, a charity. They're doing amazing work. Um, go and look at them on Instagram. And the other is a woman called Rosie Pride Pilot. Um, I'm going to just play this from the get-go because um, I'm not sure what Mm -hmm. she is or what she's talking about, so I want to know why is Rosie Pride Pilot brilliant? Insight into the glamorous world of being a long airline pilot. Um, Currently in Heathrow, about to check into my flight at my airline offices and uh, I realise it's too late to go back home that um, I didn't pack any underwear <laughs> for a three day trip I packed three belts but no underwear brilliant I have a bikini so that would be multi-purpose but yeah it's just I'm 35 I shouldn't have to keep washing my underwear in the sink anymore I'm going to Insight into the glamorous world of being a long way yeah. pilot. Can I just tell you something? Why so, Rosie is very funny. Mm-hmm. She's extremely deadpan. Uh, yes. This is. Mm. I love her. Thank you, so, Pip Marsh. That was really good. What's the account called? She is called Rosie Pride Pilot. Rosie Pride Pilot. I'm following. I would love the insight into a long haul pilot's life well, as well. We're going to so, get it. Oh my I'm god, bore it's you so to good. Death. Uh, Nicola Mailinger says, Hi Davina and Michael, loving the podcast as ever. Been listening since the very first ep. I know this, Nicola, because I've read your name out many times before. Um, so thank you so much for uh, for listening for all this time. Great to hear you talk about uh, the the Bertinet uh, Bakery in previous episodes. Oh, good. I was fortunate enough to, uh, to meet Richard uh, Bertinet at the Fame Food Festival some years ago, and he's charming and funny. Anyhow, you ready for this, Davina McCall? Uh, yes, I'm ready. Says, Anyhow... Date for your diary. The 13th of September is when the next season of The Morning <gasps> Show drops. Oh my <laughs> God, that is so good. I'm certain you want to see that. Looking forward to your last ep before the summer break. Hope you have a wonderful time. I cannot wait oh my to God, see The Morning so Show. so good. I know. Yeah. Very I am good. really excited effect. about that. Yeah. Um, and also it's the day before Chester's birthday, just saying. Um, Jamie... Add stories. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of our longest listeners and supporters, and she's made a really, really good point here. We we do talk about train travel, but probably not enough. She said, "Please, please, please, can you celebrate trains a little bit more? Because sometimes you briefly mention them, and then you say, or oh, get a cheap flight.'" Sheep flight. She said, "As a geography, I know a bit about ecosystems and pollution, and planes create thirteen times more pollution per person as trains, like the Eurostar, and." We did, I think, talk about taking the Eurostar quite a lot. Yeah, we yeah. recommended the Eurostar mm. going to Paris. Amsterdam um, but well. Amster- We didn't take it to no. Amsterdam, but it we does can. go to Amsterdam, and we should probably have yeah. mentioned that a bit more. But Brussels, obviously. Did you go to Bruges on a train? Yes, went to Bruges on the train. To the Bruges. So there are uh, so many Berlin, yeah. places that mm. we can go visit. And Berlin, obviously, now has mm. got the sleeper. Mm. 
So thank you very much for that, Jamie. We will be a bit more vigilant about trying to um, big up trains because I completely agree with you. And in terms of the ecosystem, you are absolutely right. We could do more. Um, this is from Jen. It said, do you follow this page? It has a huge following, so suspect you do already. And it's following on from your feel-good Instagram recommendation a few weeks back. Uh, thanks, by the way. I'm hunting out the positivity now, and it does feel good. Um, we had, um, we know a couple of people that are, are suffering at the moment with a diagnosis of um, quite a brutal illness. And, um, and, and I was just thinking of, of things that might help them feel a bit more positive it's very interesting that i'm looking for instagram accounts for them because there is a lot of joy in instagram isn't there mm. like you can read something that can really make you laugh mm. make you feel good make you think at least mm. once or twice a day you show me something mm. that's either really interesting or mm. makes me think or makes me feel good or something like that i i really feel so, like um it must be quite annoying if you uh have been given a sort of finite amount of time to live, whatever mm. length of time that must be, and people keep trying to send you uplifting and emotionally kind of great things. And actually, um, I was thinking disappointing affirmations would be really fucking funny. I think that's the one that Jen's talking about, essentially, yeah. disappointing affirmations. The one that's just like, your life is fucked, It's so the opposite up. of like, positive, yeah, but yeah. it weirdly makes you feel positive. Yes, yeah. it's so funny. Uh, this one's called The House of Reddit, um, and we aren't following this, but I have recommended another Reddit place before. But these are stories from Reddit where there's oh, one called Am I the Arsehole Here? Um, so it's A-I-T-A. Uh, and it's a story that people post where they go, am I the arsehole here? And then give mm. you the story. And then you mm. get to say, yeah, you are being a bit of arse, actually. Mm. Well, then other people go, no, I would do exactly mm. the same. And it's very interesting when you read all the comments that you think, oh, where mm. do I sit on this issue? You know, mm. bloody complicated issues they are as well. So thanks very much indeed for that, Jen. Um, I, I love the house of Reddit. Go. Uh, Graham Heron. Has, oh. uh, it's quite a nice one to finish on. Oh. He's an old friend of mine. Um, he just said, you must watch Boris Becker, mm. two-part documentary on ITVX. Loads of people have recommended this. Mm. And I was looking for something to watch uh, moving forward. And this is going to be pretty much at the top of my I've list. I've heard about this Yeah, as I've well. heard about it too. So thanks very much mm. indeed, Graham. Um, she's just saying we took our two eldest girls to the Johan Cruyff Arena last year to see Ed Sheeran ah. at this time of year. And it was fabulous. We're trying to get tickets to the Gothenburg uh, gig for Coldplay this year 100% have recommended to all friends to go and see bands in other European countries yeah. oh, and wow. as we just mentioned yeah. you can get the Eurostar to yeah. most European countries mm. very easily mm. and it's better for the, for the, the environment. environment crazy what's going on with that isn't mm. it ladies and gentlemen yes have a wonderful summer have a wonderful summer um, we will miss you we will miss you uh, we will store up all sorts of good things we will store up Positive things. Positive things. Things that will make you laugh. Silly things, yeah. And make you feel love. Yeah. Have a great holiday wherever you're going. And um, lots of love. Love you. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.